Welcome to Brew Success Radio, the podcast that brings you the most up-to-date information on training, nutrition, lifestyle and business with your host, Helda Barroso. What's going on, guys? Helder Barroso back in the house, episode 21 of the Breathe Success Radio. So this is another solo episode, and the solo episodes are going in the theme of uh, helping you guys understand the basics of nutrition. We've touched a lot on uh, calorie energy balance. Um, we've touched a lot on a few things that you need to think about in terms of when setting up your plan. And now we're going to go a little bit into uh, macronutrients and the macronutrient I want to really talk about today, which to me is the most important and not just to me, but I think generally it's the most important is protein. Um, and, and, and everybody has, has a, a connection with, not everybody, but you know, the majority of the pop population have a connection with protein as being something that just builds muscle. You know, everybody thinks a protein has uh, protein shakes uh, and, oh, I don't want to eat too much protein because um, we, we're just going to be building mus too much muscle and I, I don't want to get too big, especially in the female population. I don't want to get too big. I don't want to eat too much protein. And that's a misconception. Uh, so I really want to clear what protein actually is and how important it really, really is. So protein is the major structural component of all cells within the body. Proteins also function as enzymes in membranes, as trans transport carriers, as hormones, uh, and, and their component of amino acids also serve as a precursors for things like nucleic acids, hormones, vitamins, and other important molecules. Protein, guys, is an essential nutrient and it's utilized in many metabolic and physiological processes throughout the body. For example, the gene pool and brain cells are composed of pure protein. Enzymes and hormones that control the communication and control within the body are protein-based. The immune system relies on antibodies that are protein-based. And I've already mentioned muscle, such as connective tissue and contractile muscle uh, that makes up contractile proteins that make up muscles is where gen generally people associate protein with, the contractile protein within the muscle and the connective tissue. But then we've also got things like cosmetic stuff, such as the skin, hair, nails, which are all made up of protein. So you can see there's a lot going on here. It's not just about muscle building. There's a lot of important things going on in our body that rely on protein. But still, to this date, I work with general population. I don't really work with bodybuilders anymore or very rarely do I work with bodybuilders. I don't work with athletes. I work with, you know, day-to-day -day people. And when I look at their diets, they are really, really, really low in protein. And most of them still have that association with protein is from building muscle. And hopefully this is going to show you that that's not just what protein does. For example, right now with the current situation with COVID, protein has a huge impact on your immune system because your immune system relies on antibodies that are protein-based. So if you don't have enough protein in your diet, you could be, your immune system could be compromised. So it's so, so important that we really understand what protein is. Protein, guys, is, is, is made of, of building blocks, which are amino acids. 
So I don't want to go too scientific on you, but just to give you an idea, amino acids are constructed from carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. And that's basically the scientific structure of the amino acids. I don't want to go too much into it, but that's the structure of an amino acid. Now, we have 20 amino acids in total. Out of those 20 amino acids, eight of them, well, there's nine of them, but eight of them are really, really essential because we cannot, the body cannot produce them. Therefore, we need to get them from diet. Uh, and this is where we need, to, as a population, and the more and more I, 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 we're going ahead in the world, there's more people that are vegetarian, there's more people that are vegan, and this is something that they really need to take into consideration going forward because it's really important to get those essential amino acids uh, for, for, the, for the things I've already mentioned above. If we're not getting everything there, potentially we're going to be missing out on some of those things. So I'm just going to give you a name of the nine essential amino acids. You can uh, Google these if you want to. Um, and I'll put it on the show notes as well below so you can um, at least uh, research into it if you like to. But there are, there are nine. Eight of them is what we need. There, we have the aromatic uh, amino acids, which are the phenylalanine, I can't say that one ever, tryptophan. Then we have the aliphatic, which are valine, leucine, and isoleucine. Then we have the basic, which are lysine and histidine. Then we have the sulfur containing, which are methionine. And then we have hydro hydroxylic, uh, which are theanine. So out of those nine, eight is essential for adults. And one of them is essential for children, which is histidine. But again, I'll put all of this in the show notes so you guys can do your own research into that if you need to. It's, it's really important that we consider these guys, these eight or nine essential amino acids, and we put them, we plan a, a plan, a diet plan that contains the, all of those essential amino acids because if not, you're going to be compromising some of the stuff I've already mentioned above. And it's really, really important because not all proteins is, is created equal. The quality of protein and its absorption tendencies are important when developing a diet. So make sure you think of that, okay? It really is really important. And just to give you a, a, even more, to kind of bring this around a bit more and give you more of a, 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 a close chain as to how important this is and how protein intake and maintenance of protein in the body is important. Let me give you an example. So the body has a, pro a, a, a protein reserve. So let's, for example, say me. I'm around 70 kilos. Uh, and I contain about 11 kilograms of protein on average. Now, half of this protein, about 43%, is present in, in muscle and other structures such as tissues, uh, such as things like skin and blood. They contain about... 15%. So about 43% is muscle, 15% is things like skin and blood. And then there's other tissues such as active visceral tissue, such as the liver and the kidney. They contain a very small amount, about 10%. And then there's other organs such as the brain, lung, heart and bone that contain the remainder of the protein reserve within the body. So just, just think about that. 43% is muscle. Uh, and you, you, you know, when people say protein, muscle, they have a good connection with that. Of course they have. 43% of our protein reserve is within the muscle. However, we've got skin there, blood, liver, kidney, 
brain, lung, heart, bone. I mean, that's a lot of stuff that the body requires protein for. So I really want you to realize how important protein really, really, really is. So don't take it for granted at all, okay? Uh, I want to touch on a couple of more points. Pretty much this is the basics of protein. Now, I want to touch a little bit on the point of some people may need it more than others in terms of the protein. And I'll give you a rough number as to what we should be looking at in terms of how much protein we need on average. Okay, so typically, for example, when someone is really overweight, obese, they will tend to not need as much protein. Now, the reason for that is because they have a lot of excess energy within the body, a lot of excess body fat. Therefore, the body will use that primarily as a source of energy. So whenever someone goes in a fat loss phase, the body's going to use primarily that energy stored fat for energy. So we want to be in a calorie deficit. Obviously, calories being the main important thing. That's why we talked about that first. Calories in versus calories out. So when someone's really obese or someone's really overweight, it's okay. Protein becomes more and more and more important the, the leaner we get. The more body fat we lose, the more important protein becomes because the body will then start using, when there's not enough body fat to use, will start using lean tissue, muscle tissue as energy. And that's what we don't want as much as possible. Therefore, protein intake becomes even more imperative and more important at that point. We need to really make sure that we increase, probably even increase a little bit more the protein there. So, you know, one of the things that we tend to have when it comes to fat loss is, you know, we're in a calorie deficit. And typically, when people go in a calorie deficit, the first thing to go is going to be carbohydrates. So, you know, people have this association, oh, I lower my carbs, I lose weight. No. You know, you lower, you lower your carbs, you put yourself in a calorie deficit, you lose weight. That's what happens. But because the connection with carbs equals fat gain or carb or lowering carbs equals fat loss, they tend to be scared of carbs. So what tends to happen is they lose weight, lose weight, carbs come down, come down, come down, come down, come down, come down. And then they get to a point where that becomes compromised because now you, your carbs are so low, your body fat is getting lower and lower and lower. Your body's now using lean tissue which is a really bad idea. We don't want to use that tissue. The body needs that muscle for many purposes. As we've already mentioned before, it needs the muscle for, for a lot of reasons, but also the body, the body needs the protein for other things that are so, so important for our, for our survival more than anything. So it's important when we get to that place, we understand that we need to make sure protein at that point is even a little bit higher. Um, another great thing with protein is that protein... Uh, as a thermic feeding effect of food, which I've already mentioned in some of my podcasts, uh, that your body has to work harder to break down protein, which then you burn even more calories. Uh, so it's not uncommon for people to get to a point where they've lost a lot of body fat uh, and they've reduced calories, increased the protein, reduced the carbohydrates, and they've continued to lose even more body fat because now the body's working that a little bit harder to break down the protein, which means that, you know, they, they're in effect in a bit more of a calorie deficit. So it's, it's a great tool to use as well for, for, for maintain, maintaining uh, hunger, you know, because as we start to lose weight, we get more hungrier. So by increasing protein intake, it keeps us fuller for longer. 
protein has so many benefits and this is why I'm talking about protein now. And the other thing I want to talk about just to finish off is everybody asks, oh, how much protein should I be eating? How would I? You know, I don't really know. So literature seems to support those people that are seeking muscle gain should be looking at a baseline of 1.2 to 0.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Uh, and then we've got the ISSN, the International Society of Sports Nutrition, which says any physically active individual requires between 1.4 to 2. So I'd say between 1.2 and 2.2 is a great number to aim for. So work around there based on your total body mass. So some people work on lean body mass, but if someone's really overweight, how on, how, how on earth are you going to know what your lean body mass is? So I tend to work typically on total body weight mass, total body weight, and then just work from there. And then obviously it comes down to preference in terms of how much protein you need to take, how comfortable you feel, and then work from there. But take everything I said today into a huge amount of consideration. Protein is really, really, really important. And we shouldn't take this for granted. So guys, hopefully this has helped you a huge amount, understanding a bit more about protein. If you've got any questions, of course, I'm here to help. You can always send me a message via my social media means, by means but via my website uh, and by leaving comments on uh, the podcast if you can do so. Of course, guys, once again, if you think this has been beneficial, please share it with anybody that you think would appreciate it. Leave us a, a, a rating on the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on Apple, uh, leave us a rating. The more ratings we get, the higher we get in the rankings, the more people that get to listen to us. So thank you so much once again for listening. I uh, look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast, whether it's solo, whether it's with a guest. And I'll see you on the next one. Have a fantastic day. See you soon.